You're listening to the Inner Light with Ellen podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Wyoming Deloy. I'm a coach in Portland, Oregon, who works with people across the US and occasionally the world. I help people to transition from where they are to where they want to be, removing limiting beliefs, barriers, and imposter syndrome along the way. On this show, I bring you conversations with leaders in wellness, spirituality, healing, mindfulness, and more. We also dive into themes around intuition, equity, racial justice, and what it means to be living here in the 21st century. I'm excited to bring you each episode. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. And if you love the show, leave a five-star review so others can find us. If you want to learn more about my work and what I do, go to ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. I thought I would take some time today since it's been a little bit to talk about what is really inspiring for me in my work and what's motivating for like the bigger picture of how I would like to be showing up in the world and how I can work with others in in doing that. Um, I think one of the most beautiful things is some of the ways I get to work with my coaching clients of late. And I shouldn't say of late. It really began about two years ago um, with a couple people who were very open to my intuitive way of working coupled with coaching. And I'm not trying to frame this as a pitch or anything. I just really want to explain it because it makes me feel um, like I can get out of the way of myself and let the work work through me with the people I meet with who are, who are ready to receive the work in the way that I'm able to offer it. And it is, first I'll share how I feel when I get to do it. It's, it's so peaceful and calming and grounding. And I'm working with people who are going through some very hard things. And I love connecting with them. And they're in very different positions doing different, I mean, having very different experiences. But the commonality between all of them is, first of all, a willingness to look within at what is ready to be lit up. And allowing me and the way that I work to help them uh, turn the light on or clear off the fog or um, ramp up (laughs) the inner electricity. There are so many ways to say it. And I've, I've been told, so these aren't necessarily my words, and it feels right to be told this. It feels like I help clear off what's a distraction and what's in the way so that they can see what's true. And there are so many different truths in a way that a person can be that it's complex. And I think when we're a little bit lost and struggling, we look for the truth or my truth of a situation when what's really happening is we're looking for a truth in the moment, what's true right now. And learning to discern what that is for a person as they go through a process like this is beautiful because we are complex, dynamic, and and shifting. We're never static. Um, 
And when we start to get distressed, it is because we've become stuck and in a stack, a static or a stuck picture of what our life is or what we think our life is or an obstacle that is ever present and unmoving. And no matter what the scenario within us is a guidepost. And some of us have an innate and intuitive sense of what that guidepost is, and it can help um, help us in the hardest and darkest of times. And others of us have never had permission to have that, or sometimes um, just have been dealing with life in so many different ways that we don't even know we have it within us. It's not even about permission. It's about a lack of seeing it. But when you come, well, I should say it this way, for who I work with or who for, for whom I have worked with, there's the awareness of a presence within us that's there, a presence within the person that's there. They come to me, a person will come to me knowing that there's something inside of them that's asking to be let out. And they're looking for a way to open the door. And I'm in my yoga teacher training right now, which is also incredibly beautiful. And uh, my teacher is often talking about we're just finding our ways back home. And I think that is the most apt sense of it. Um, it's why I feel so good when I'm working with people, because when I'm working with people in these ways, it not only feels like I'm helping them identify or find the path home to themselves, I myself am walking myself home and we're doing it together. And it's it's not something I can do statically out of reading a book um, or I, a little bit out of journaling and writing and definitely in meditation, but it is so beautiful. It almost hurts. It's so beautiful when I get to do it with somebody, somebody else. So that's what I've really been enjoying. And um it's it's nice. And so if you go to the website, which is this very difficult thing, right? A website. It's like this static page that has to sit there for a while and you update it once in a while and there's some words on it that say what you do, but it's never quite capturing the essence of everything. So that's why I'm making this because I want to talk it out a little bit. You can feel it and experience better through my tone of voice and my words and I think you can hear better that I mean it this way. Um, I don't think I'm terrible at writing words. Uh, so there's that. But the ways that I've been working best are with people who are wanting to stay true to themselves despite challenging situations. So those are a couple of the people that I'm working with. They're in executive leadership and they work within organizations that can be fraught and challenging. And Obviously, when you are at the top levels of leadership with an organization with thousands or hundreds or even 10 people, it can be very strenuous for different reasons because there's an amalgam of personalities, um, energies brought to the table, histories that are unspoken, that are operating and creating um, uh, complex situations. And so helping these leaders stay true to themselves despite the challenges of the conditions around them has been extremely gratifying because I can see them having aha moments of light and peace with who they are, that they are not wrong, and that they are listening to themselves to create more affirming, stable conditions for those that they lead or that they serve. And I think that that's really 
really wonderful to help people find relief through the hardship because it's amazing how hard it is sometimes to be yourself in a world that's asking you to be a certain way or another because of paradigms or programming or education or training or certifications, what they all look like. We, we, we need to have people who have some of the right experiences in a certain position, sure. And we need to let that person lead from their strengths and their heart to support others and not have them change to be something completely different than they are to be in a place. And um, so that's been really rewarding. And if it really isn't a good fit, then I get to help them make their transition plan. And that's really rewarding as well, because there is a place for us. And sometimes we have to create that place. And the world has never been more open to that kind of creative self-expression and expansion, which is also pretty incredible. Uh, it's why I can do what I do, right? I have a master's in urban and regional planning. I have an undergraduate degree in geography. I was an outdoor guide uh, and an environmental educator. And yet this is where my heart led me. And this is what I love. And this is what I continue to propel myself forward from, from an inner drive, right? There's no external achievement here. This is me and my fullest expression of self being able to work with people this way. And this is what makes me joyful and happy and so grateful I could cry. So you create what works for you. And for me, it's like, it won't work for me if it doesn't also work for others, right? Like that's this, the, the expanding collaboration of it is so motivating. Uh, so that's the coaching. That's the coaching work that I've done. Um, the organizational work is a little bit more challenging because as a consultant, you can get hired and there's a there's a box that here's the problem we want solved, fix this problem for us, and here's the way we think it needs to be solved. And that's a little bit more delicate because it's a wider group of people. It's not one-to-one. And I have to go in and learn and assess the situation as it is and then authentically say, well, yes, here are the issues and here's what I know you would like to see done. And yet here are the origins and sources of those sufferings that need to also be addressed. And they're very much rooted in the person and the individuals who are co-creating a painful experience who need help. And so that's been a little bit more delicate because talking about it that way is not very easy when you go into an organization who's maybe a little bit more traditional, more hierarchical, more ready for off-the-shelf, out-of-the-box solutions when really it's a human problem and there are deep human needs that need addressing in order for us to learn ways to work together that are different than what has been happening. And that's a much longer and often slower route, but will resolve more of the issues to improve the conditions down the road for everybody, but it will take longer. And so that's been interesting to think through and collaborate with um, some really amazing clients I've had lately to to work through that. Um, it's been really interesting. One of those is um, the Advanced Leadership um, Academy that my friend Nathan and I just ran. We did two 10-week cohorts with uh, Portland Community College. And it's not only around equity, diversity, and inclusion. It's also around 
communication, conflict resolution, coaching your teens, um, building mindfulness and compassion within a workplace. Because Nathan and I know that without mindfulness and compassion and slowing down for the humans in the room, the equity, diversity, and inclusion trainings won't work and won't stick. They're, they can't. They have to. There has to be a shift of awareness, not just being aware of an issue, but of how we relate to the issue personally. And that's a very that's a very complex place to go to with a group of 20 to 25 people. And so Nathan and I are learning about some of the ways that that works and doesn't work. And it's been wonderful to collaborate with an organization that has been open to experiment a little more deeply that way. And we'll see where it continues to go. Um, but that's the consulting end. And then the last one that I have not talked about so publicly altogether, right? The coaching work, the organizational work, and it's the just the the intuitive work itself. It's where I get to go into meditation and I connect with somebody who is wondering about something in their life, work life, family life, personal life, relationship life, sometimes even past lives. They want to understand more about what that is if they believe in them. And, and I get to go into meditation and read the energy for them of it because I have I have an intuitive ability to see the pictures and see the energy and read the context, both at a symbolic big picture level and then in the day-to-day -day for what it means to them. And bringing that together into my work across all areas is something I look forward to. I don't think it always has a place in a large group, especially in a work consulting context. That's a little bit, uh, maybe maybe we'll get there. But I don't, I don't see that happening just yet. But in the coaching work, very much so, very much so, with people who are who are open and willing to experience that with me, to have an energetic read on a question first, and then go into a coaching session to talk through it more and unpack it. And that's been really wonderful. And what I've kind of realized through reflection on where I am now is that my work is fundamentally spiritual work um, for however people resonate with that word. Um, I don't mean it in a religious context, though at the foundations of religion is spirit, but I think religion uh, has its own issues around structures and programming that can lose the essence of spirit. And when I talk about spirit, I really mean that divine connection, whether you believe in God or a consciousness or an energy that has created us in physical form. Don't subscribe to any particular religion. Um, but I do believe in a consciousness that's bigger than me that I come from. And I feel like when I'm at my best, that consciousness is working through me and I'm not having to do the thinking. I say this in my coaching work and consulting work that your advice is never as good as you think it is. And I know that for myself. If I try to give somebody advice on what I would do for their situation, that's how I would deal if I were in that situation. But I cannot speak for them. They are very different than me. And so when the work can go through me, I'm, I'm doing a very good job or as good as my learning and capacity is to date of taking myself out of the picture and helping to guide through questioning and frameworks and story sometimes and symbolism and anecdote to getting to the heart of a matter so somebody can find 
find that advice for themselves from within. And maybe from within is coming from that place in them where the work and the love or the guidance or the divine can flow through them to help guide their lives. And we just get to meet on our own paths in our own journeys towards home. So that's what I love about what I do. And what I love about finally being here is allowing myself to have it. That's been hard uh, to have it fully. And it still ebbs and flows. Things come and go. And there are days where it's not as easy. But the more I commit to this path, this own discipline of discernment for myself to be in what is useful and aligned and not contorting myself to fit what is um, maybe maybe lucrative or popular uh, and actually just stick to myself and my own truth, the, the more I feel the joy of that, that divine flow and that spiritual joy um, and that just inner peace and contentment flow through me. And it is what I very much know to be the most effective in how I meet others. When I'm not inside of this, my work is not as effective. And I would, I would like it to be the most it can be um, in service of the greater good for the all of us. And so that is that. That is today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. If you are interested in the word version, <laughs> the written version of this, you can see my attempt at how I have updated uh, the services on my website. Um, and I'll just put a link below to check that out. And that's it. And if you'd like to connect and talk, please reach out um, for coaching, for organizational work, or if you would like to experience an intuitive reading, um, those are all available. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in today and listening to the show. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. And if you love the show, leave a five-star review so others can find us. To learn more about my work and what I do, go to ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Thanks. See you next time.